Welcome to The Rebound, where we'll explore the issues facing supply chain managers as our industry gets back up and running in a post-COVID world. This podcast is hosted by Abe Eskenazi, CEO of the Association for Supply Chain Management, and Bob Troublecock, Editorial Director of Supply Chain Management Review. Remember that Abe and Bob welcome your comments. Now to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of The Rebound. It's time to modernize supply chain design. I'm Bob Troublecock. And I'm Abe Eskenazi. And joining us today is Milena Jangjevic. Milena is a research scientist at the Megacity Logistics Lab at MIT, where she and her colleagues have been focused on new approaches to supply chain design, as well as new digital tools to enable the process. And with that, why don't we jump right in? Milena, welcome to The Rebound. Why don't you start by telling us why MIT is interested in supply chain design? For instance, what's changed in the last two decades since the original design tools came to the market? Hello, thank you for having me. Um, so, uh, as you said, I work at MIT and uh, I basically work at the Center for Transportation and Logistics. And so this is a research center, so we do all the usual things like uh, research project education, but we are kind of special in a way that we are collaborating with uh, a number of uh, companies. And so we have uh, dozens of industry partners that are working with us. And through discussions with these uh, industry partners, uh, what we've seen recently is that there's indeed this growing interest into finding new uh, approaches um, in the area of supply chain design. And um, we, we see a few things there. For example, we see that uh, companies are more and more interested in uh, having a more customer-centric supply chain and basically using their supply chain not only to fulfill the customer demand, but actually to drive uh, demand, to drive performance, to drive uh, revenue. And when we look at, for example, uh, models that have uh, been traditionally used in the area of uh, supply chain and network design, what we typically see is that, well, we have this very high focus on efficiency, on cost, and that is not capturing this new uh, reality uh, of uh, the business. Another evolution that we see is the speed of the development uh, in the market. And so traditionally, again, we would have supply chain design being revisited maybe every few years. And that, that kind of made sense because if you operate in a stable environment, you can uh, make these strategic decisions every once in a while and then just uh, adjust on an operational level. But today, with the speed of the developments, with the uncertainties that you have on both the supply side and the demand side, this is no longer uh, possible. So we have to find new ways uh, in integrating basically uh, supply chain design uh, into companies. And all of these things were, of course, uh, true, I'd say, before the COVID. But since this whole crisis happened, uh, we, we basically see that all of those different uh, elements are uh, becoming even more important and even more of a burning issues uh, for the companies that we're working with. So the immediate response that we've seen on, in the current crisis was mainly on an operational level, but we've also seen that companies are now thinking about a way to basically rethink the way that they are designing the supply chains uh, in order to incorporate resilience, in order to incorporate risk, uh, uncertainty, etc. So uh, there are a lot, a lot of new developments in this area, and uh, that's why we're basically launching this uh, supply chain design initiative and uh, trying to find uh, answers to some of those questions. Hey, Melina, this is a really interesting points that you're bringing out. 
as you evaluate the information that you're looking at and the different concepts that organizations are applying, what's needed now? Specifically, what are you and your colleagues doing to address the issues that they're facing? Yeah, so um, in terms of what's needed, I think the first uh, thing that is the most important is to basically reevaluate the role of uh, supply chain design uh, in companies. I think in the light of trends that we've mentioned and uh, in light of the recent events, it is really important to recognize that supply chain design is a key element of corporate strategy. And that's true both in normal operating conditions and in times of crisis. And so in normal operating conditions, the discussion can be around how do we design networks to reach customers in a fast and reliable way and capture more demand. In times of disruption, um, it's about building resilience and flexibility. But in both cases, it's important to recognize this uh, strategic role of supply chain design. And then I think the second thing related to that would be to basically um, assess the way that we are uh, conceptualizing a supply chain design and to see if that basically fits this uh, strategic importance uh, in corporate strategy. And when I say conceptualize, um, we can think about, well, uh, what is supply chain design? So what are the decisions that we are trying to make? Is it only, for example, the configuration of the facilities and the flows in the networks? Or are we also looking at things like product assortment, uh, go-to-market decision, et cetera, et cetera? And the second thing would be, well, of course, what are the uh, objectives uh, that we are trying to, to reach? So is it only cost or are we integrating uh, sufficiently elements like value creation, risk, et cetera? So I think those are the two main elements um, that basically change the way that we are thinking about supply chain design. And that then there is a number of, uh, of course, tools that we can put in place in order to uh, support this, uh, this new view um, on supply chain design. So at MIT, we are working on the uh, analytical tools that are uh, required to support uh, this new conceptualization of supply chain design. So we're building uh, simulation uh, models, optimization models, um, using machine learning, network science, et cetera. But we're also building tools that uh, help companies uh, to basically interact with these models and to make uh, better decisions. And so, for example, the Cave Lab, that is uh, the CTL, is actually specialized in providing these interactive visual interfaces uh, that allow companies to basically interact uh, with the models that we are developing. And one last thing that uh, that we're doing, and I think it's maybe one of the most important elements, is that we are looking at the decision-making processes around supply chain design. And so what we see is that, well, if we want to make supply chain design uh, have this uh, important role in corporate strategy, we no longer can only include, let's say, stakeholders from logistic departments and have uh, one uh, modeler somewhere uh, defining the optimal configuration of the network. We have to have a really uh, multi-stakeholder approach where we have people from uh, sales, from marketing, from finance, they're all discussing about what will be the best uh, design that is basically reflecting uh, the the overall company strategy. And so that's not easy to put in place because uh, we have all these different people that are talking different languages sometimes. And what we are trying to do is to facilitate this decision-making process and establish basically procedures uh, for the collaboration between those uh, different uh, parts of the company. Thanks for that insight, Milena. I know you've been working with some leading companies on network design. Can you tell us a little bit about the problems you're trying to solve? What are they bringing to uh, the MIT lab? 
Sure. So um, I can give you a few examples. One example would be uh, one of the global manufacturers that reached out to us uh, in order to uh, redesign their U.S. distribution network. The starting point of that project is that they knew that uh, being closer to their customers is uh, driving uh, a revenue because uh, they were in an industry where this was very important but they were not able to basically capture this uh, aspect in their uh, current uh, network design studies with the tools that they were currently using. And so we basically produced this uh, optimization model that allowed them to uh, optimize their network, but not, not only uh, minimizing the cost, but also uh, maximizing the profit. And based on that, they were able to uh, redesign the network and open uh, additional warehouses uh, in the areas where uh, they could capture most of the uh, market share. Another example is uh, COVID related. So recently we started working with one company that basically wants to uh, investigate uh, different areas of uncertainty that are linked to the current crisis. And so they have uncertainties on the demand side because some products may or may not uh, know uh, high spikes in demand. Uh, and also they have potential disruptions uh, in their supply. And so they are working with us in order to basically produce a model where they're able to investigate all of these different scenarios and make uh, these strategic decisions about uh, the configuration uh, of the network. And so in both of those cases, we, we really start by defining the problem with a company, making the, you know, the, exploring the data, uh, uh, finding opportunities, uh, making these models, and then we uh, integrate that into these uh, interactive visual tools where they can basically explore different scenarios and play around and that are basically a basis for engaging multiple uh, stakeholders uh, in the company. And so before COVID, we used to have this uh, under form of physical workshops. So we have executives from different companies that would come around this digital tabletop and they could use uh, this interactive uh, visual interface. Now we are using this, uh, doing the same thing, but uh, in a more virtual way, uh, which uh, also brings uh, some challenges, but also uh, quite a few opportunities uh, in terms of organization. Melina, as you're taking a look at the tools that organizations are developing, as well as the innovation that they're developing in terms of uh, data gathering, one of the challenges that we often hear from companies is the amount of data that they have. And it's just growing exponentially in terms of different data streams, whether from customers or vendors. Give me a sense of you know how organizations are evaluating how to manage that data and what kind of competencies are necessary for them to not only you know accumulate the data but to make sense out of it. How do you analyze all the information that we're getting right now? Yeah, that's a actually a really good point, and it is something that we are trying to address with this uh, these new uh, interactive uh, visual tools. Because as you say, today we live in a world where uh, everything is recorded. So we will have uh, every truck send a signal on, on its position every five seconds. And then how do we make sense of that in a way that we can generate some business insights? What we see is that, well, data and technology is just one uh, way to support decision making. And so what we are trying to explore is what is the best way in which we can represent that data in a way that this will make sense to multiple decision makers in a company. Uh, what are the right ways of interacting with the data, of exploring the data in order to basically 
be able to enable uh, data-driven decision-making because just the data on its own, um, it's not really going to help us go anywhere. And so some of the work that we are doing, it's not so much about supply chain design uh, from, let's say, an optimization point of view. It's more about the decision-making processes and how do we combine insights from the data with uh, insights that can come from other sources. For example, uh, a company executive that has an implicit knowledge about something that is currently not captured. And so how do we combine all of those things in order to have this enhanced human intelligence and enhanced data intelligence rather than just being uh, in a complete um, information overload? Melina, very interesting concepts here. As we know, it's never easy for organizations to introduce new ideas or new concepts. What are the hurdles to adopting a new approach to this network design and utilizing it so it is part of their decision-making process? I think definitely the one of the biggest hurdles is going to be the requirement to change the, the mindsets and the uh, way that people think about uh, supply chain design. Because uh, when you think about this whole idea of having uh, multiple uh, stakeholders, uh, sales, operations, and finance working together for designing networks, and then revisiting that frequently uh, and almost aligning it with the SNMP process, well, that's quite new and that's not really in line with how the traditional roles in the organization are uh, currently defined. And uh, I think there's a definitely a big change of mindset that has to be done there. Um, now, one, I think, interesting element uh, with the recent crisis is that uh, we've seen that um, if there is enough need and enough urgency, companies are actually able to adapt very quickly. And we've seen multiple companies that have um, established this crisis uh, management uh, cells or some they call them war rooms and where they were basically having people from uh, representing the customers, representing the, the suppliers, representing the employees, and where they were trying to find together ways uh, of uh, adapting uh, their operations and, in some cases, uh, their supply chain design in order to uh, respond to the new requirements and this uh, ever-changing requirements that were arising. And so that really proves that if there is a sense of urgency, we are able to do it. And I think the, uh, the, re the results are quite, quite promising because we've seen that a lot of companies were able to redefine the way they were working pretty quickly and to adapt. And so I think that's a source of um, a good potential for the future. And we can really think about, okay, what can we learn from the way that we have uh, managed this crisis situation, what are some of the best practices and some lessons that we can keep for uh, more uh, sustainable operations? Milena, thank you so much. Very relevant information and more importantly, some insight into the future and how to make better decisions as we uh, evaluate uh, not only the current disruption, but our future uh, for supply chain. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining. And we hope you'll be back for our next episode when we'll be joined by Patrick Cox from BCI Global to talk about creating visibility in the supply chain, both upstream and downstream. We look forward to seeing you then. I'm Bob Troublecock. I'm Abe Eskenazi. Have a great day. The Rebound is a joint production of the Association for Supply Chain Management and Supply Chain Management Review. For more information, 
be sure to visit ASCM.org and STMR.com. We hope you'll join us again.